Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Welcome into the Deuce and Mo podcast, recording this on a Tuesday night after the Sacramento Kings got G1C rocking tonight. They not only take care of business, they absolutely smash Woo. the Brooklyn Nets. One point shy of a franchise mm. record tonight. They scored 153 points, not in seven overtimes, not one overtime in regulation tonight. And all of a sudden, the Kings, who were 0-4, have won 7 of 9. They've won four in a row. And Morgan, Reagan, the Sacramento Kings are one game over 500 after a 153-121 win over the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, yeah. Morgan, Reagan, how are you? I don't even know how to feel. It feels so good. And I know there could be other NBA people in here being like, oh, Kings fans get this excited after a win like this. Oh, hell yeah, we do. After 16 shitty years, you would too. And it's not only that, though. It's not only scoring 153 points. It's, again, putting some good games together consistently for this team. This is a good basketball team oh, baby oh she just said it she just said it you just dropped a good basketball team hell yeah i did come on uh, in all fairness it's hard to really acknowledge the win if you haven't given the proper instructions oh. regarding the beam you got it <clears throat> fire the laser the laser's been fired light the beam the beam team <laughs> gets a win one i love that nickname morgan i mean oh god oh if the Kings truly are a good team this year, and I know they're a good team right Believe now. Believe your eyes, man. If they're a good team this year, uh-huh. do you understand how ruthless Kings fans are going to be? Because even tonight, it's like TNT. It was more about it was more about the Nets and Kyrie and KD than it yeah. was about, hey, what's happening in Sacramento right now? Uh, let's just start with the star of the night at Golden One Center. The crowd was amazing tonight. It was good job, everyone. It felt like this might be the the night that you look back on and go, okay, it's really headed in the good direction. Not like, oh, it could be like this feels like a group of players who truly enjoy playing with one another. Yeah. 
from one to the end of the bench. They come in, they play the right way. Some nights, some guys may not play. It doesn't seem to impact them, and it goes to Mike Brown and all of that, but the vibes right now are spectacular with that's, this group. That's absolutely correct, and it's not just like, hey, the vibes are good because winning's happening. They started the season 0-4 and, and kept vibes going upward not downward they kept up with the positivity they kept understanding what they could accomplish as a team if they kept buying in kept staying disciplined there's nights that guys aren't having their best nights there's guys that nights aren't even playing and tonight on national television every damn person on that king's roster got in that game and deserved to get in that game and get some national tv time every player scored except del vadova but Delhi did have four assists when he got into oh, the game. Oh, hell yeah, he did. How about that, Delhi? He's not looking to score. He's dropping dimes. He's no. Gonna... No. Where do you start with this one tonight? Before you answer, <laughs> give it a good thought. <laughs> Why? Because I want to encourage everyone watching. We have officially surpassed oh my again. God. We have set a new record for post-game night chat. Shout to over 1,100 people watching us live. Kings fans from all over the world. Hell yeah. You guys are freaking amazing. Thank you. So what you can do to be even more amazing oh, yeah. is hit the thumbs up button. All it does is help us grow. That's all it does. It doesn't do it. That doesn't make me feel good. No, just hit the thumbs up. It helps our channel get spread all over the NBA universe. Also, you can subscribe on YouTube for free. That helps us grow big time as we are on the chase for 10 thousand subs we are marching it's a good march i think we're plus 500 this month let's keep it moving it's upward let's keep it it's going. growth yeah. just like the sacramento kings you just yes. got to keep believing keep working hard keep buying in and everyone comes together and makes magic happen that's what's happening here that's what's happening on the floor right now let's, god i'm pumped all right let's talk about what we witnessed tonight kings and nets obviously the end result you look you put 153 points on the board that's pretty incredible Let's go from the jump. What, what really stood out to you, maybe in the big picture or in this game tonight against the Brooklyn Nets, Morgan Reagan? Well, if if we did go with overall picture, because I think we should just start with who had the most magic then. Let's, if you want to start there. Sure. Okay. Terrence Davis, oh. the epitome, epitome of staying ready. And... That's not easy to do. You saw in that first quarter, he didn't even play. Comes in in the second quarter, has 10 points in 11 minutes. And right there, you're like, okay, he's doing something. Dogs are hyped and running too. So you'll see some doors yes. flying open. Right there, you see he's doing something off the bench, staying ready after seeing some games with not even playing. Then Keegan Murray, we'll talk about more about what's going on with him, but he goes out. So Terrence Davis also starts that second half and he starts that second half and he starts it strong. He's hitting shots. You guys, he's making some big steals and big moments. And I say big moments. Cause it's not like, it's not like they were, uh, you know, about to necessarily lose the lead, but he kept the momentum rolling and he didn't stop. He didn't let off the gas pedal. Terrence Davis was huge in this game. He came in, uh, in that second quarter, like you mentioned, and you could talk about the scoring, which is fantastic, but his it was his energy and activity. I think Davis has done a great job rebounding, but it was also deflections. I mean, I I wrote down in my notes, second quarter, oh, TD, good energy, forces a turnover after a Fox missed layup and then forces a jump ball. 
It was just that activity right away. We're not even talking about a scoring play, right? Fox misses a layup after a turnover. He wished he had a head back. TD gets a backcourt steal. Awesome. Yeah. Right? And then you had the play where the net, he came from behind and was able to force a jump ball on the Brooklyn Nets. It was great hustle. But then he's got a steal and then a three. Then he goes off the dribble, scores, ooh and on in the crowd at Golden One Center. Next play. Next play in the backcourt. He stays aggressive, steals it, and dunks it. Dude. It's a lift. The crowd's back engaged. All of a sudden, the Kings are making a big-time run. Remember, this game was tied at 40-40 in the second quarter, and the Kings went, oh, let's go ahead and go on, what, a 24-2 run. It was 16-0 at one point, and that was such a pivotal point of the game for Sacramento. It was, and and you talk about that point and everything that Terrence Davis was doing in those aggressive moments. He was also making smart basketball plays. There was a time when... He had an open three and instead saw he had a lane and just went and took it for the two. Those little moments, those disciplined moments from a guy like Terrence Davis, who sometimes we've seen in the past get streaky, chuck it up, gets excited to be out there. And instead, he stayed composed and did exactly what his team needed from him off the bench tonight. It was just an incredible, magical performance from Terrence Davis on national television. Uh, Terrence Davis, the second player in Kings history to come off the bench with 25-plus points, six triples, and seven-plus rebounds. Mm. Who's the other guy? Mark Spears did not put that out. I should have looked that up ahead of time. Damn. But Terrence Davis <laughs> ends up hitting a comeback in the game, hitting a late three. 31 points. On 12 of 16, 7 of 10 from 3. He had 9 rebounds, 4 assists, and 3 steals. Amazing. We had a TD game on TNT. He played 26 minutes off the bench, and it was significant. And you brought up the third quarter, and you're exactly right. Keegan Murray goes down. There's not a lot of details on how severe the back thing is. Sure. They're going to evaluate him tomorrow to get a better idea of it. But he obviously it was... Bad enough for him not to come back in the game. So the Kings did start Terrence Davis in the second half. Second half, he gets it going right away. He stayed hot, hit a three, put the Kings up 86-63 at the 856 mark. Yeah, they had 86 points at the 856 mark. Hey, you guys, they were just making everything, too. I mean, you look at their three-pointers tonight, and we can talk about the way that guys were just feeling confident. But I'll tell you, the confidence started... From the start, not only because they saw their shots falling, but because of what they were doing on the offensive end. They were getting those paint touches. Oh, who was there? DeMontis Sabonis being the beastly man that he is, just going at Claxton in the paint, going up for so many easy twos, just battling down there. But then when the net started to collapse just a little bit and we're like, okay, maybe we should do something about this. Guys, we're ready on the outside, get ready in position to shoot that ball every single time, shot it with confidence, great passes from Sabonis, passing it out to the open guys. Sabonis was aggressive to start. Mm -hmm. and I felt like he set the tone a bit for Sacramento. I mean, he, it was like old school post moves. You know, it's like, Spin am I watching? Moves. Is this Patrick Ewing back in like 95 again? Like, what am <laughs> I watching? But it's like, hey, let me, I got Claxton on me. He can't guard me. And uh -huh. you know what happens when I'm a basketball player and that guy can't guard me? I'm getting mine. And he got his. Sabonis missed how many shots tonight, Morgan? The answer, zero. Oh, my God. I Sabonis, oh my 17 God. points, seven rebounds, seven dimes. 
on six of six shooting. He also made all five of his free throws. He played 27 minutes in the game. I thought he was fantastic. He also had in the first quarter, in the second quarter, a great block on a Seth Curry drive. Yes. That was huge. And then who hit the three after? Who? Terrence Davis. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was just, you felt the energy in the synergy between every single guy out there when a good play like that, a defensive play would happen. Guys were capitalizing on it for the Sacramento Kings. And Sabonis set the tone early with the way that he was dominating the paint. I, It was so fun seeing that low post domination, that paint domination, because you don't see that all the time in today's game. But when the Nets were starting to adjust and Sabonis, you know, picked up a few more fouls, They were also hitting their outside shots, but they stayed committed, getting those paint touches, driving it in, passing the ball around. It was just some beautiful basketball being played consistently by everyone on the Sacramento Kings. Uh, Jay in the chat says, are you just a hype team or do you actually interact with fans? Something I've noticed for a while. Look, we tr- we try to balance it out. We definitely we're getting so many messages right now. We're gonna balance in, of course, talking to people. We go on Discord. We talk to people on Twitter Spaces. Yes, we try to you know in the first few minutes kind of set Break the stage down. and then dive into that po- part of it. B Wells is the team basketball is beautiful. It's poetry in motion. You mentioned that poetry in motion. Mm. B Well, mm. thirty nine assists for the Kings tonight. I thought this offense could be a top five offense in the NBA. Uh huh. And it hasn't let me down. It really hasn't. I, I, they have done such a great job of building this team that on any given night, it's like, it's all right. Like back in the day, if Fox goes five of 12 in a game, you're not winning that game. Fox had 14 points, he had nine assists. He was one of five from three. But you didn't really notice that because there's so many other pieces. Davis had it going. Herter had stretches. Sabonis. They've got a ton of offensive weapons, and it allows him to 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 play basketball. Yeah, just to just go to, out there and play his game, and to fully play on both ends of the floor as well. Because you talk about that, and you look at his stat line, and you're like, uh, okay, that's what De'Aaron Fox did." But no, it's what he did in those moments and how effective he was in those moments. For example, they were taking the ball out of bounds, sideline out of bounds. He noticed the nets weren't looking. What did he, what does he do? Turn on the jets, go downhill. Boom. Everyone's back on their heels and he gets an easy two. just those smart plays, making those smart plays help momentum for the next time down. And he had so many of those plays tonight where he just led the team. He looked like I had that on my note in the first line I had was, um, exactly. Just an effing leader, but the actual word. Yes. Yes. I, I assume that. Yeah. Let's get to some super chats because we have a ton of them to get to, and we're going to get to everyone in the chat as well. Sato donated 10 bucks saying full moon tonight. TD played like Teen Wolf. Uh, Ethan donated a couple bucks. Says, what a win. Light the beam. Hell yeah. Allison donated five bucks. Most points scored by a Kings team since 1993 and on Ooh. national TV. I'm so fired up. Undefeated in those city jerseys. Yeah. I mean, when you t- the, the first team this season to score 150 points in the NBA and to do it in regulation is pretty insane. The final shooting numbers, it was wild. The Kings shot 60%. They were 20 of 41 from three. They were 21 of 25 from the free throw line. And 
yeah, guys get hot. You're not going to mm-hmm. shoot 60% every night. But the Kings offense was generating incredible looks. Yeah. It, oh, just incredible looks. It was, they were open, right? They weren't being contested because they were moving the ball around quickly. But it wasn't only that. It's because they started to become a threat on the inside as well, not only from Sabonis, but the way they were playing in that two-man game with Sabonis. You saw a few times De'Aaron Fox pick and, pick and roll with Sabonis. And then he had that pick. I think Sabonis slipped. He had that alley-oop yes. to Sabonis, where Sabonis got up, didn't necessarily play above the rim, got up, got the oop. That was amazing. And then Sabonis and Herter again, playing some amazing two-man basketball. They just, that chemistry is just absolutely phenomenal. All right, I don't want to bring us down. Oh, what? If I'm going to read a message, I don't know if it's a want, want, want. I kind of think it is. What? Arcos Ghost says, Let's see how they respond to this blowout and great shooting night. In the past, they would blow the next game. Don't give it a womp, yeah. womp, womp. You know what? I'm going to read it how I read it. Can I read it how I read it? Okay. This is how he, this is how he said it. Okay. Or she said it. Let's, let's see how they respond to this blowout and great shooting night. In the past, they would have blow the next game that's how i read it and that's is fine. that more on me or orco's ghost well it's can i be honest it is a womp 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 after a game like this because <laughs> you you're allowed to be excited when you're you're seeing good basketball consistently and that like i understand that completely if that was the team last year and you had a blowout like this sure you could say that shit right but right now what you're seeing from this team is actual good basketball, good, competent, competitive basketball on the floor consistently. So they showed already when they were 0-4, when the adversity hit, what they were doing different and started to grow. Then third quarters were looking awful, and they're starting to show a difference in their third quarters. They go into this third quarter, I was like, Deuce, I text you. I didn't want to text anybody anything about oh man the kings look good i didn't want to jinx anything i was so weirded out by how good they were playing how well they were playing but then they just came out strong again the third quarter was outrageous because let's not lose sight of the fact that the kings were 36 in the first 37 in the second i mean that's a lot of points so in the third quarter, you are wondering how they're going to come out, especially when the Nets just got beat up a little bit, punked on national TV. Okay, how are they going to respond? Also, we can't lose sight that it's not like this was like, hey, the Nets are coming off a big win. They've been on it. They just lost to the Lakers the other yeah. night. Yeah. So they come into town. You would think a little thirsty to, to bounce back. Kings come out, like you said, in the sec- third quarter, and it was outrageous. I mean, I'm trying to think of some of my favorite moments. You had the bonus herder two-man game that was just – Mm. 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 basketball porn baby um then my favorite moment i think happened at the 501 mark what was that katie was doing a lot of chirping he was talking a lot he was talking to herder he was talking to td he was talking to king's assistant jordy fernandez at one point <laughs> i mean it was non-stop mm-hmm. herder picks him steals the ball and then Lyles hits a three to put him up 103-68. Just a shove it in his face. The, the third quarter numbers are absurd. Sacramento scored 42 points. They shot 69%. And they were 8 of 12 from three in the third quarter. <laughs> Jesus. The way that they were knocking down shots. It, I mean, every single guy. Lyles, Herter, whoever. 
TD, whoever was shooting at three, it seemed like at times the confidence in the way that it was falling off their fingertips that no matter what, it was going in. They they had a different type of energy. And yeah, sure, we could be like Arco's ghost and talk about how that's, that's not going to happen every night, but you don't need to. Instead, you could talk about how they can grow off of understanding what they're capable of. In all fairness, Arco's ghost is pretty positive most of the time no chat, for sure so i wasn't not... i wasn't i wasn't dumping on them okay. i was right. i was just saying like you could go that way or how you could see it is a a, a this pivotal point in the season this early to be like wow we are capable of really good basketball and i understand there's going to be nights. Those shots aren't always dropping, but look at all the other things that were going on. Also, great job on the boards tonight, holding the um, the Nets to three offensive boards. I mean, just really crashing the boards, making sure they didn't have those second chance opportunities. They had one second chance point, the Nets. The Kings had 11. Sacramento in the paint, 66 points in the paint for Sacramento in this game. Damn. When there was a few easy times at first when Claxton was getting like a line drive or he was scoring too deep in the paint, I would get frustrated even when the Kings had the lead and they made their adjustments. They got stronger. They put more pressure along the perimeter. You saw KZ Akpala come in for some minutes tonight and even get on KD and make his life a little bit harder. Let's get some more people in the chat, including Earl, who donates five bucks. Mo, give us a light the beam in the AP voice. Make it your own. Go beam team. Can you do the that voice? In light the beam? Like it's a fire the laser, do you light the beam? Can you do that? I'll try. Yeah, I don't yeah. do, do for the people that. want it. Cause it's like two syllables. Okay. Light the beam. Is that yeah, it's harder. Do it's, fire the laser again? Fire the laser! Now do light the beam. Just like that. Light the beam! It's hard. You okay. can't laser beam. Uh tools boy in the chat says this is nineteen ninety-eight all over again, but with a roster built to last for a decade i'm partying in la <laughs> dude a couple of things we got to talk about and there's plenty of the game we still need to discuss yeah i am beyond humbled and grateful right now that we see this many kings fans here because it just shows you how so energized cool. this fan base is we have over 1200 people watching us live please just hit the thumbs up button get that to over a thousand it just helps us grow honestly if all like 1200 of you have not subscribed to our channel just do it so we can get closer to 10,000 too it just helps us grow it's a thanks it'd guys. be huge it'd be huge that br us. that brings a tear to my eye but honestly seeing the type of basketball that we saw tonight almost brought a tear to my eye and I thought to myself god you're such a you're such a fan right now. You're so dramatic. Like, how is this? You can't feel this way after just a win against the Brooklyn Nets on a Tuesday night. Is it Tuesday? Yeah. But it wasn't because of the win. I want I was feeling so many emotions because I've been waiting for this type of basketball to be played in Sacramento for so long. And I know we gave Mike Brown so much credit the other night and we don't need to, you know, do that every single night, but truly you hear him in the post game as well. Talk about this team, um, their resilience, what they're capable of, but then also be able to look at this game and be like, yeah, I can still break down a hundred things that we could have done better. It's not a joke when he says that. And I understand what he's saying. It's only because he has high standards and he knows truly understands basketball at such a different level. He is the perfect coach for this team. Yeah. And you're right. We have 
I swear like every win now it's like, Hey, let's slobber on Mike Brown for 20 minutes, but it's, we haven't seen something like this from a coach in a long time where you get complete buy-in from a group, even though it's early, but they did start 0 and 4. And when you're in training camp or you, you take over in the summertime, vibes are good. Anyway, I can't, can't wait. It's always the biggest test is when you start playing games. And then you start losing games. Yes. Are you still coming to practice with the same enthusiasm as a player? As a coach, is your message still hitting the same way? Mm-hmm. And with this group, they still believed that they could play better because they had enough signs of good things. They had enough signs of like, hey, we look at what we're doing in these games to be in them. We just need to clean this up. And how many times Brown talks about how hard he is on these guys from De'Aaron Fox on down. He was talking about tonight, Terrence Davis. He's like, I am hard on Terrence Davis. You know, Mike's just hard on all these guys because he he wants greatness and he believes in it. It's them. out of love. It's out of love. And, and the respect is mutual. And that's why it can be presented like that. And a few games ago, I believe... Uh, when the Warriors beat the Kings in that Kevin Herter no-call game, Malik Monk, after the game, was talking about, we're just so close. We're so close. And and we're putting things together. And I believed when he was saying yeah, that, yeah. but you're, you're truly seeing his words translate onto the floor game by game for this King squad. And when Brown can have that connection with the players... That's what leads to someone like Terrence Davis coming in and playing the way he did. Yeah. Terrence Davis, I mean, he's had a DNP this year. I know. Morgan, he did not play against the Cavs. Three games ago. That wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Right? Like, the start of this win streak. Crazy. He did not play. Against the Lakers, he played 12 minutes. He had some nice moments. Last game against the Warriors, like, oh, he had some nice rebounds in that game. Like, tonight... He got red hot. And I, I sometimes with, with him, I don't think there's a guy that can get hotter than him on this team. Because when he gets hot, he doesn't miss. No. He doesn't miss. We, we saw it a little bit last year. We saw it in this first season a little bit toward the end of the year after they traded, uh, got him from Toronto. I, I'm just so impressed with him just staying focused and being like, I can still find ways to get some minutes tonight. And you don't know when it's going to get called. Some nights, TD, you're going to play 17. And if you're not doing it well, you may play five minutes. He didn't go in the first quarter. Right. He didn't, you guys, he didn't come off the bench in the first quarter. And that's what's so cool to see is that he did stay so ready and so available for this team mentally, physically, and and have the magical performance he had. And to come off the bench, like we already said, with those 10 points in those 11 minutes in that second quarter, just setting a different type of tone, kind of capitalizing off of what Sabonis had started in that first quarter. But he wasn't just jacking shots either. Like, That's the thing. They were good shots. He was attacking. He was getting rebounds. Patient. He was active defensively. That was the exact game they needed tonight. Yep. And I was more concerned about this game than maybe some other ones. Like, I don't know. It, it's interesting the test that the Kings have had to start the year, right? Where that Lakers game happens and you, you barely come back and beat the Lakers without LeBron, right? Yeah. Like, uh, and then you go, okay, how are they going to respond to that? They got the Warriors. Warriors need a win on the road. They're 0-6 on the road. Uh-huh. 
They close great. I went back and watched that game yeah. yesterday, the end of that game. That was one of the best Kings finishes in years. It, the way they executed. It and, was. And that's why I think I, I am to the point where I'm like, I think this is a good team. I do. I, I think should be. No, but, you know, I no. know you had concerns and reservations Remember, about Remember, I how, said after 20 games, yeah. I can, like, pick that identity if this is a good team. Like, I set my... I see... I see, Like, believe your eyes. Why are you so convinced after 13 games that this is a good team? So, for me... I go off of a lot of things when I look at good teams. I go off, can they make in-game adjustments, right? That has to do with a coach and a coaching staff being able to manage their players the right way and make adjustments, whether it's in a third quarter, whether it's just like, hey, the the urgency and the tone of the game is low. What's, what's going to be the energy in that second quarter without just going to your second unit, you know, making sure you're still staggering the rotation. You're seeing those in-game adjustments be executed. That's one. Two, you're seeing growth every single damn game. We just talked about this the other night. We said, we can't wait till there's a game where they're just like 30 points ahead and they're just blowing it out. Didn't uh, we just say that? Yes, I, I was telling Jason Ross this just, <laughs> a, just about an hour ago. I'm like, Jay Ross, remember I said after last game, can you just give me one game where yes. it's not like, I'm pacing, down to the wire, stressed out, anxious yeah. at the end. And tonight was this night. And then the other thing I said, and I said this on NBC Sports the other night on a post game show. I, I forget which win it was. And maybe it was against the Lakers or somebody, whoever. And I was just talking about how I really want this King squad to not be that close in a game against a dysfunctional team like the Lakers, or you saw them against Orlando and it coming down to a game winning shot. That's it came down to so many different last minute shots. And then we were talking about the officiating and Tyler heroes travel and the no call clay Thompson fouling Kevin Herter. And instead finally against a team with Kevin Durant on the squad, we get to talk about this game Already done yeah. in the at the end of the third. KD had 27 in the game on 8 of 15 shooting. He was 11 for 11 from the line. He's been averaging, I think, right around 30 points a game this year. It's been outstanding. That's been the problem with the Nets, right? It's all KD at this point yeah. and not much from anyone else. I mean, you know, Ben Simmons is on this team. I know he was able to score 11 tonight, but yeah. like also this guy used to be an all-star level player. All Coming defensive off the team. Bench. Yeah, so... I actually thought they did a decent job at KD at times. Like, they tried to make life challenging for him. And I know he got by HB a few times early on, but I liked how they were aggressive throwing uh, double teams at him. Sabonis was coming over. And at, at, at the best moments, and how that works is if you're going to commit Sabonis to coming out on him and throwing his big-ass body in front of Durant, everyone's got to be on a string. And I thought they did a good job of that. I mean... Brown shouted that out after the game a little bit about Herter. Things that don't show up on the box. Or we're even talking about Kevin Herter yet. Herter is just such a smart player. The guy just knows how to play. Yeah, we could talk about the shot making. Uh -huh. But God, he, he is so much better than I think people give the guy credit for. Yeah, no, it, it's true. And you, you talk about just him being a high IQ player, right? And the way that he manages that two-man game with Sabonis. We used to think. I guess, I mean, not used to, but uh, last year when Sabonis came to the squad, it was, you already saw this instant 
command from Sabonis for guys to move without the basketball. Guys didn't know how to move without the basketball the right way. So then you saw this year, they got to work on it in training camp. And then now you're seeing game by game, growth, growth, growth. And you're seeing that two man game with those two. And it's really both of them executing at a high level. It's not just the command from Sabonis. And really quick too, Deuce, because you talked about the defense and it really was everyone else, everyone on a string. Kevin Durant had 18 points in that first half. Yeah. Nobody else had double digits, had double digit scoring in that first half by the Nets. That's what you wanted to see. You're like, hey, this guy's going to kill us. But if we can stop everybody else, we're going to be okay. And that's exactly what was happening because guys like Kevin Herter, even Harrison Barnes in the beginning of the game, I know he had three quick fouls, but he was trying to be tough on KD. He was in there. He still he still contributed hey, his points as well. He had 16. HB had a couple of threes tonight, I two of four. Know. I keep saying this about him. Yes, he's going to struggle trying to defend some of these guys. Breaking news, a lot of guys struggle defending Kevin Durant. But if HB can come in there, rebound well, play some good team defense, hit an open shot on occasion, if he's got a good look, take an aggressive drive to the basket, get to the free throw line, this is a 16 points. You'll take that from HB. You'll take that from him every night. That's so a solid game. I feel like he's starting to get into a better rhythm, too. This mm -hmm. Kings offense just looks great. I mean, I saw Will Z put out a stat today going into tonight about the Sabonis Herder two-man game, which is just nasty. Yeah. It is insane what Herder is shooting on three-point attempts coming from Sabonis. I'm going to bring this up right here. This is from Will Z on Twitter. Kevin Herter is shooting... 21 of 26. That is 80% on three-point attempts on passes from Sabonis. 80.8% mm. from three on passes from Demonis Sabonis. Their two-man game is crazy. I asked Mike Brown about that before the game, and he was just saying that Kevin didn't get enough credit for what type of player he was. So many people look at his shooting like I had just mentioned, but he says, this guy, we always talk about Sabonis coming from a basketball family. Yeah. Kevin Herter comes from a basketball family. Both of his siblings right now play college ball. Like, they, they are obsessed with the game. They love the game. He said, when I was watching st stuff on tape when he was with the, with the Hawks, you could see some of the passing and the decision-making. Yes. Maybe some subtle things that don't always show up on the box score that can help teams win. It and you're seeing that and more in Sacramento because he's getting more opportunities to show his skill set. Yeah. You're 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 seeing the way that he confidently plays in that two man game with Sabonis. So his footwork and everything is just basically muscle memory at that point. It, I'm not going to compare it, so don't say I'm comparing this, but you see how Steph and Draymond play in that two-man game at times where Draymond, again, is just passing the ball to a spot, understanding that Steph's going to get to that spot because that's where Steph wants to get. <laughs> you're just you're seeing a low level of that type of play. They've played 13 games together. That's what I'm saying. High IQ players making shit happen early. And that's how it rolls, Deuce. I have so many people in the chat. You guys are going to make me cry tonight, to be honest. Oh, why? Well, one, I just had this urge to randomly cry. <laughs> no, I have, like, many times. Like, this morning, I'm, like, working out at the gym. I'm, like, I just need to cry. Oh. It's ever since my grandma died. They're just going through some stuff. But 
in all seriousness, it's so funny. I'm just seeing like a, a Lakers fan goes, I'm rooting for you guys to make the playoffs. A, a Miami fan says, I watch you guys every time you win. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I just saw someone else, a Pistons fan here, giving the Kings some love. So it's cool you to guys. see the NBA universe here together. <laughs> uh, no, but I appreciate everyone being here. And it's, Thanks. in all seriousness, this has helped me a lot. In this time. Yeah. And it's not even a, because di- in some ways it is a distraction. Yeah. It's just nice to talk to other people. And even though I'm not talking to you directly, I'm reading the messages coming in. I'm hanging out with you. I'm talking to people on Discord and, and Twitter spaces. And it's, it's just like, a weird time. I've never felt this way in my life. Uh, and it's unsettling a little bit. But at the same time, you're just, I'm trying to understand things and get through it. But this, anyway, the whole point is this community is helping you guys think we're your therapy really little do you know you're our therapy so thank you thank you for the genuine distraction for my partner here yeah it's it's been it's been much needed hot shooting tonight fantastic i thought the team had some nice defensive moments too i said before the season the key for me was all right the kings can be a great offensive team i'm i'm very confident in that yeah i'm not sure i even thought they'd be this good this soon 13 games in. Mm-hmm. I think the defense keeps having better moments. They're not there yet. They're not. And they're flawed in some ways. They need some more room protection. Yes, we know do. that. But you're even seeing signs of that looking better. Which is like, if the Kings are an elite offensive team, and they can make that jump. I was saying the 20, that's where they kind of are right now. Yeah. And what do you know? They're in the mix. So... I'm eager to see how this continues to evolve. I, I still think they've got a ways to go, but the most encouraging thing for me is the last three games before tonight, this team could not close anybody. They closed the Cavs, they closed the Lakers, they closed the Warriors, and on national TV, when the lights are brightest, KD's in the house, you did not shrink. Not uh-huh. only didn't you shrink, you showed out in front of your home fans, and all of a sudden, you're winning games on the home floor. Yeah. Give me a hell yeah. It, it was... And with that, I'm drinking oh. a little Cali Craft Brewing Company beer. Oh, Give me a okay. hell yeah. It was... Like Deuce said, it's how they closed out, though. It Like, not a single win has felt fluky. Uh... I haven't felt awful in most losses this year. I think the one that really still sticks out to us the most would be that Clippers loss because of the free throws being missed. And just like that felt like a shittier loss, right? And this team is just figuring out ways to play basketball at a high level. And not only do they deserve it because they're working so hard, but Kings fans deserve to watch this on their home floor. They deserve to watch this on TV when they're away. Kings fans deserve the hell out of this right now. Shout out to Rory, who just donated 50 YouTube memberships. Our guy Kenneth has donated 150 of them tonight. So congrats to all those uh, getting memberships on YouTube. Give me a hell yeah. You're amazing, Kenneth. Thank you, Rory. Thanks, guys. We're closing in on 1,200 people watching us live. Let's get that sub total up closer to 10,000 and make sure to hit the thumbs up button. Let's get that to 1,000. We're at like 813 right now. That's pretty awesome. Wow. 
Wow. What else jumped out to you in this win tonight? Any moments, any players, anything that you would want to address? You know, uh, I just wanted to, I, well, I guess a few, a few, because I just like kind of put them together. Uh, Trey Lyles hitting some big shots. And then Casey Ockpaul, I know he didn't add offensively, but I was watching him on the defensive end when KD was still playing. He made his life hard. He disrupted his game. And it just was so fun to see him add in the role that he's in. And that's going to most likely be his role yeah. going forward, right? Maybe not seeing much time at all off the bench. But when he does, he's going to make someone's life hell. And that's what he did. He was a starter at the beginning of the season. Yep. Now, not playing, gets called upon late, plays 12 minutes. Rashawn Holmes ends up in the game. One of my favorite things about Rashawn coming into this game and what what a challenging year it's been for him. First play, Malik Monk is setting him up. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Because Malik, again, you talk about vibes with this team. And by the way, people are going to catch up to this. Just wait a few weeks. If the Kings are still doing this, then people are going to start noticing this. But you guys who have been here since the beginning... You guys who have been here during the lean years, you guys here on night chats when they've lost nine in a row twice, you guys know what we're talking about because you're watching the games. Malik Monk's energy, like that was intentional. Facts. This is a guy Facts. in Rashawn Holmes who was the starter at the beginning of last year. Mm -hmm. He goes from starting to not playing. I was talking to a member of the coaching staff yesterday and... I was asking about Rashawn. They told me what's great about him is he has not changed a bit. That's He's so like, cool. He is super professional. He's a great teammate, and he's going out there working hard. He's not sulking. He's not being an asshole teammate. That happens sometimes, and I, I get it. You're going to be frustrated if you're not playing. He hasn't changed. He comes in tonight, Malik Monk, first thing he does, sets up Rashawn Holmes for a jam. And how about Rashawn in the corner launching Ooh, the three-pointer? It just, and, and that brought me so much joy, right? But I think that's a great angle you point out about Malik Monk because that's who he is, that spark. And I know he didn't find much of what he was going to contribute until toward the end of the game. You can call it garbage time, but that wasn't because you know how hard it is to still make sure that everything is right when you're up by that much there's challenges that you face when you're up by that much to keep that same mentality to keep the pedal down yeah. like that's it's not easy for teams and for egos around the nba but you saw what malik monk brought with that spark delhi obviously being a pro and then rashawn holmes getting his too every guy on this squad getting some nba minutes tonight cole in the chat says tonight was a turning point for this franchise is wow. That, is that an overstatement, Morgan? Um, I think the turning point for this franchise is just Mike Brown being hired here. Yeah. And yeah, I've yeah. said that. I, I said that to Deuce weeks ago, and I said, he's the answer to all our problems. And it's like, holy shit, I think he really is. Like That, that statement stays true. So, yeah, there's going to be a few different turning points, but seeing this on national TV – it's funny, we were talking to some of the national people, national media people there, and they're like, hey, 
local media sure asks a lot of questions about being on TNT like this is the playoffs. And it's so true because in Sacramento, we have not seen this around almost ever. And that's why I laughed at it too. Like, yeah, why are there so many questions about TNT? But there's something, some sort of sense of pride that I feel tonight that the Kings demolished the F out of the Nets tonight on national television. It felt so good. I think we need to talk to people too. We got people lining up. We're going to get to some more messages. Shout out to a new member, DZ Cardenas. Appreciate you becoming Thanks. a YouTube member. You are the best. Appreciate everyone being here live in the chat. See my guy Ace in here. We got Brian, Yellow Kid, Be Well. Allison's still here. John, appreciate you guys so much. John says, a lot of y'all are too young to remember that, but the mood and energy this team has is like the 99 Kings when we first got Jay Will, C-Webb, and Vlade. Yeah, and, you know, I I was talking to someone today in the NBA who was like, what was the last time the Kings were above 500? I'm like, well, 18-19 season, they were at 500, like, in the March, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do feel like that was felt a little different. You had a young team that was like, ah, is this going to keep it up? But it was super exciting. It was super fun to watch. Sure. No doubt about it. Surprised everyone. I think when you watch this squad, you go, wait, Fox is playing like a guy. Sabonis is playing like a guy and they've got complimentary pieces all around. They're fun to watch. The energy's great. I mean, little things and they mean something. The whole Band-Aid thing, it's a it's cool thing. It's the cutest thing It's an organic thing. thing. It's an organic thing. Malik Monk's wearing a Band-Aid because he's got a cut and he keeps scratching. It opens up so he, he doesn't want to show it so he puts a Band-Aid over it. So what, what happens? De'Aaron's wife brings Band-Aids and starts handing them to fans. Then all of a sudden, people are wearing Band-Aids to games tonight. Then you got this beam. When we first noticed it, the Kings didn't announce there was some beam. Nope. There was some beam shot. I was like, what's up with this purple beam by Golden 1? What the hell's going on? And now it's a thing where... At the end of a game, a player is hitting a, bunny, a button. The Kings win. The laser beam gets fired. And people are outside going once they're taking pictures. It's just good vibes. People it's are great. embracing it. Beam team, baby. Beam team. And a great nickname. Kevin Herter with the nickname of the century. <laughs> beam team? Oh, my God. Shout out to Russian Creamy J, who became a member as well. We're going to kick things off uh, tonight. Uh, we'll continue talking. Me and Morgan have more thoughts on this game, but we do want to mix in some people, including a 16-year-old basketball expert. I call him a future GM. He just got his driver's license. I'm sure he's going to be driving down the gold one center to see that purple beam being shot up. His name is Perneal. What's up, Perneal? Anyway, really? A, a great setup. Like was great that, setup. Like, we talking about the great, and he's the, great setup. Yeah, what the? Perneal. Perneal, you're better that, than this. He better have like Wi-Fi problems. I, I put him over like Paul Heyman's putting over one of his guys. I don't even know. Like that was one of the worst things I've ever heard. Let's try again. Hey, uh, Perneal, you there? Are you kidding me? Are you, are you kidding me? He could be studying for a test right now. That's what he's usually doing. Let the kid let the kid do good in school, huh? What about oh. a guy we've never talked to? Oh, or maybe we have. Is this RJ? Hello. RJ, what is up? Hey, how's it going, guys? How you doing? Dude, we're feeling fantastic. Yeah? Give us your thoughts on what you saw tonight, man. Uh, well, I want to start by saying that currently right now we are the best California team right now. 
Is that confirmed? Do we have an yeah, actual? Yeah, look we're, at the we are currently number eight. And where are the Clippers? <laughs> I think they're number nine. Wow. We're looking at the standings right now. That's crazy. Wait, so the Kings are second in the Pacific Division. How crazy is that? How about that stat for you? Whew. That's a good one, RJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think one well, one thing that stand out to me was that the commentators actually acknowledged about the Warriors and the Miami, you know, fluff that we had. They actually acknowledged that that, that those are potential games that we could have won. I I was like I was surprised that me like outside media would acknowledge. That. Well, good. They did their homework. Good credit to Stan Van Gundy, who, by the way. Uh, Long-time Kings fans will remember that Stan Van Gundy was, like, in Sacramento getting ready to re become the Kings head coach. Yeah. And the Orlando Magic came calling. So he went to a Kinko's and signed the contract and faxed it, o faxed it over to the Orlando Magic and left the Kings in the True dust. True story. Yeah, uh, I didn't get the – I tried to watch the game. I was at work trying to watch the game. But I watched the, the highlights. Man, it was super loud in there. Oh, it was great, man. It was just a great energy. I mean, uh, it, with the highlights, did you see anything that really stood out to you? Everyone was just playing team ball. Everyone was sharing the ball. Everyone got touches. Terrence Davis, man, he just went off. TD, man, he was fun. He, hey, he was he was great. RJ, I appreciate you checking in, man. Oh, well, by the way, okay. uh, I was the guy that made the, the the beam logo for you guys on Twitter. Oh, hell yeah, Aww. dude! Good job, man. I appreciate you doing that. Yeah, for sure. Big fan. Big fan. Thank RJ, you for having me. You're the Thanks, man. RJ. There's RJ checking in. RJ. Super sweet. We'll try Pr Pernil again. Pernil, are you, do you go to sleep, man? I don't think he's I'm, there. He's like one of my favorite people. <laughs> one of my favorite people. And he's not, not here. Now. I'm going to leave him in there. Just okay. see if he pops Smart. up. Uh, great point by Tan Tan in the chat. They're two and a half back from the first seed. The number one seed. Kings are just... They're right there, man. Okay, you guys. It is on. too early to start talking about that. Um, a couple other things we should talk about tonight involving today's game. Keegan Murray did leave the game. Like it, it's it's sucks because the Kings had this awesome game. Keegan Murray goes to the locker room at the 936 mark of the second quarter. A back issue. They're gonna check on it tomorrow. But um that sucks. Yeah, it just sucks because anyone that's ever had any sort of back tweak. Mm. It's just one of those things where it's, you can't do anything and you got to make sure you're, you know, resting to get healthy again. So hopefully for Keegan, it's just a, a rough start to the year for him. I would say just with everything, the way that yeah. he started off. Today's episode is sponsored by nerd wallet, smart money podcast. Nerd wallets, trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year. Yeah, and it's a really confusing time, by the way. There's all these documents, especially with us, like we are managing finances together because we run a small business together. There's all these different papers. There's all these different forms. What do you do? You listen to Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Yeah, because then you can be making a balanced budget and not just for everything you're doing with your business. How about for some time off after an NBA season even? That sounds amazing. So you know what you need to do? Listen to Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill sick and then um everything that's happening with his family right now it's just been a tough time so hopefully this can be one of those things that he can just recover from quickly yeah and he was just coming off a really nice game yeah yeah that so sucks that was a bit of a bummer so we'll see what happens with that Go so on. as we see what happens with that that thursday is the next game do you think we see a different starting lineup i i mean i think if if Murray's not able to go on Thursday against the Spurs. I think you put Davis out there. You know, I not mean, Monk. No, I think Davis earned it tonight. You okay. know, I mean, Davis. He started the second half for you in place of him. He played really well. He's not going to have that type of night coming up against the net or the Spurs. That would be insane. But I think you go with what worked. Is that more just to keep your second unit? intact and and keep the same type of flow so then Malik Monk is in there and you yeah. when you stagger the rotation okay I mean if you start Malik that's fine yeah but a TD is comfortable playing kind of that three spot anyway when he comes into the game that's usually what he plays that's true because so, otherwise then you're moving guys yeah. around okay all right let's go next to Sorgio. I always mess this up is it Sorgio? Giorgio. Bump, bump, bump. Bump, bump, bump. Come on, guys. You Be guys on get, your game man, tonight. You get, like, we got, we have Kings on their game. Let's get a bong. What's up, bong? What is up, guys? Hi. Can you believe this? Can you believe that this really happened? We won on TNT. They showed the beam on inside the NBA. I can't believe it. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming. Yeah, man, it's um, it's fun. It's fun to just see that type of energy. And for it was like the I was talking to someone before the game about it. I'm like, this is the perfect time for TNT to be here. Like, it's not where it really is. We're we're in past years. You know, they come and the Kings are still like a losing team, and it's like, well, they're ten games below 500. Maybe they have a good effort. Yeah, and, but it's like things vibes are really good right now. Mm -hmm. They're a 500 team. They're coming off some nice wins. That, you know, their guy, De'Aaron Fox, is playing well. And for them to show out in this fashion, I know the story for most is more about, oh, the Nets, what's happening with them? The drama. But, you know, in Sacramento, at least, it's like, no, like, let's see how the Kings respond in a game like this. How are they going to handle Kevin Durant? They did some nice things. What are they going to do as a team? Are they going to keep the... I was worried about a bit of a letdown tonight, but they didn't do it at all. They 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 went the whole way through and in this one, one. One more thing, Bung, is, you know, we talk about the drama and how appealing that can be at times as a storyline, but I also believe the 
the want for a team that has not seen success in so long, like that angle, that storyline, the underdogs coming up and, and showing some magic. I feel like that can really inspire so many people as well. So it was, it was nice that that was kind of more of the story tonight. Yeah. So I actually ended up on worldwide Wob show earlier too. And he compared us to Utah jazz fans. And he's like, why are the jazz fans like so prickly all the time? It's like, because we just want any kind of attention. He was like a jazz fan friend of his. It's like the moment we get any kind of national attention, we just like do whatever we can to get more of it. Even if that's like say, say something nasty and like whatever, but we don't need to be like that. Like the Kings fans, it's just like, Oh my God, are you kidding me? We're on national TV. Like any bit of this, like it, it you know what it's like to be a Kings fan and feel like we don't even exist. And people are posting, you know, everything on Twitter, like they're a fake team and a garbage. It's like, nah, dude, we're real and we're back and we're here. And like, the league is not ready. They're not ready for like all the craziness that's about to come out of Sacramento. We have the beam. Like people are losing their minds over here. Yeah. The beams all, no one else has a beam. It's the coolest no thing. One has a beam. No one else has anything, a win gimmick like this. Like Philly plays that song. Oh, like, and no one likes the song. It's it's like it's they not sing, a good song. It's, it's a terrible song. What is? How's it go again? Yeah. How's it go? I don't even know. Exactly, uh, we don't even know. Sixers. I don't even fucking you know. Everybody hates <laughs> yeah. Philadelphia, hey, even us. Trust the process. We boo players when they have one bad game. Ooh. They suck. Like, was this, isn't that what they say? Damn, it's terrible. Patty. Hey, Bung. I, I did need uh. you to do one thing. I did. You. I. I, I thought you were gonna at least. Thank us tonight. Thank you for what? Yeah, for what? It's just kind of crazy, Morgan. Everyone buzzing about this game being on TNT. Oh. But if it wasn't for Deuce Mason, if it wasn't for Morgan Reagan, this game wouldn't have been on TNT. True story. When I was at what? NBA Broadway. Oh, because you planted the seed. I remember this. I... You planted the seed, right? Listen to this. Oh, I didn't just plant the seed. I nurtured it. I watered it every day. I watched it sprout. And I took care of it. The reality is this. We're at NBA broadcast meetings. A little cocktail hour. Someone introduces us to the guy who makes a national TV schedule. I'm like, oh, great. Me and Morgan were like, let's talk to this guy. Let's rough him up a little bit. I'm like, hey, why aren't the Kings on national TV one time? He goes, well, they've been battling for the years. I'm like, uh, I've got the perfect game for you. You've got Nets Jazz scheduled for TNT. Or, excuse me, Jazz Knicks scheduled for TNT. Take that game off. I said, the Kings are going to be good. They're going to be fun. The fans are into it. We were shitting on the Jazz at the time, too, because we were like, the Jazz are going to suck this year. And then it was hilarious when they started off well. But it didn't matter because at this time, we knew the NBA thought, these two teams, not going to be that exciting. So I was, we were putting a hard sell on this guy. And at the end of the conversation, he goes, you know, I have to deal with network executives from TNT and ESPN, NBA execs, NBA people who are always complaining about the schedule. I've never had two people politics so hard to get a game on national TV. He goes, I'd say it's 60-40 now. 60-40, there's a chance. Wow. And we went, all right, all right. Oh. And then we find out like a, a month and a half later, it's happening. So 
That, that, so you're quite literally the, the Kings fan going crazy for any glimmer of national attention possible. Like you, you lived this out. You like saw the guy and you were like, this is my in. I have to do everything I can. Oh yeah. This has nothing to do with the Kings making all the right moves, hiring Mike Brown, all the roster moves, Not, all the cool stuff. You know, it's, it's, it's me. It's all it's Deuce that. Mason. Yeah. It's, it's not even Morgan. It's not even Morgan anymore. No. It's just Deuce. Just me. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Bong, thanks for checking in, man. You know what? Yeah, yeah, I think you should take the Cleveland Cavaliers maybe, but, you know, okay, I'll let you have this one. Again, the Kings would not be on national TV had I not had that conversation. You need to make sure that, spread the word about that. Adam Silver would not have been at the yeah. game tonight. All right. Was he really there until I heard someone say that? Was that true? Yeah. He, he was there. He was. Yeah. Wow, wild. All right. Great win, guys. Right, Bye, Bung. Oh, such a fun story to Honestly, tell. Honestly, I did feel a little pressure like after that when that when that game I happened. Know. Like, God, weapons of the Kings are like really bad. Well, it's a bad game. You and I were talking and we were like, oh God, the Jazz are doing so well this season and they're taking this game off for the Kings. You know, once we did find out that that was going to be a nationally televised game. But um, hey, they stepped up and... Um, we stepped up for our Kings and did everything we can. You guys, it took away one of my NBC games tonight to give to the Kings so Morgan to be lost, on national television. Morgan lost money tonight. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. Anything for my Kings. Hey, Pernil, are you, are you there? This is going to be our gimmick. We're just going to go Pernil and he's not going to be there. Uh, let's go to Sato. I believe it's Sato's his name. What's up, man? Hello? He said his mic was unmuted. That's why I went back to I him. I know. That's what I went. Really disappointed. That's why I went back. Hey, what's, yes, he's hey. here. All right, all right. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, uh, Deuce Mo? Hey, how you doing? Love it when a plan comes together. Yeah, <laughs> yes. You hear me? Yes, we got yes, you. Yes, we got you. We got you. So oh, yeah. No, sorry, I couldn't get it unmuted. So uh, this is my second time calling. The last time I called, uh, it was my first time to Sacramento ever to watch the Heat game uh the first win of the season uh, i don't know if you remember that call and actually at the time you guys were like you know ribbing me a little bit like why didn't you come down and see me yeah. see us and um what ended up happening was that i actually had a date planned and that was sort of the thing so i had a date after the game and i ended up uh you know things went well on the date and i ended up having a nice uh Watch uh, it, you know. Watch I, it, watch it. A kiss. Well, we were looking actually outside the Golden One Center, and I remember looking up and thinking, "What is that purple thing?" Because like when you're right underneath it, it looked almost like a flagpole or something. I'm like, "What? What is that?" And I was asking my my date, who's from Sacramento, and she's like, "I've never seen that before." And so hey, we sort of ignored it, and we had a nice little, uh, you know, nice little end of the evening underneath the beam. A nice little kiss. Wait, wait, wait. You also tweeted at me this story, right? Yeah. So then yes. you said you had, so then we were excited for you on Twitter. And we're like, great. You ever since that, the Kings have been doing well. You have a kiss underneath the beam. The first time you showed me the receipts, the text between you and that date. And sh you're now not going to see each other on a second date. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. No, because of her. And so I said, well, that's great. So ever since you're not going to be seeing her on a second date, out with the old, in with the new, the Kings have been playing well. 
Yeah, that's true. There you go. There yeah, you go. I, I mean, honestly, I, I, I gave it up for the the Kings. Honestly, basically. you know what? I I didn't like her anyway. You yeah. know, the way she was kind of, she seemed kind of dismissive <laughs> about the laser thing. Like she was kind of like, seems I, like I, a I've Lakers never, fan. No, she was really dismissive. Wasn't yeah. she? She was just kind of like, oh yeah. It's, a purple beam. She thought it was a flagpole. It's a, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. It's not a flagpole. It's a laser beam. It's this new, it's this new purple <laughs> flagpole that's just coming from the arena. Oh, like, yeah, we this, don't like her. She's yeah. gone. Like the, the stadium was incomplete. Like they didn't. Um, yeah. You know, I, oh my I, God. I, yeah. No, I think it all ended up for the best. It totally did. She's awful. She's awful. So I love it. No, no. Cameron, Cameron is saying, let's all kiss under the beam. Yeah. That should be everyone's, um, happy go lucky make out spot after every single Kings win. Go, go at him. <laughs> Consensual. Yeah. Make outs, all right, please. man. Thanks for checking in. Yeah. What a game. Yeah, what <laughs> Bye. a game. Oh, God. This is great. I it? love winning. Yeah. What was the worst part about tonight? Is hey, come on. Why do you have to go there? Probably Keegan. That's probably the worst. Keegan was bad. Yeah, you just don't want him to be hurt. That sucks. Yeah. Okay. Is that it? Yep, that was the worst part. Donald and Chess says 1,000 likes would be so sweet. Yeah, makes that happen. It gets 1,000 uh, likes in the YouTube chat. Um, let's see here. What's up, Ron? Hey, coming back at you from the Bay Area. How you guys doing? Shout out Bay Area, Ron. What's going on, dude? Uh, I just wanted to say it's a great win. Um, it's really good to finally see a blowout for once on the on our side. <laughs> great, 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 great time. Yeah, and was- I just wanted to. Di- yeah, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. I interrupted. Go you. ahead, I messed Ron. Up your flow. That was on me. That was I, on me. I also wanted to mention, you know, this, the beam thing's really cool, but I'm really, I guess I'm going to date myself because I remember a time when they would light the weather tower purple. Do you remember these days? The, the News 10 weather tower? You missed those yeah, they days? Used to, no, no, I'm not saying I miss it, but it just reminds me of those days. I used to, okay, when, right, I, right. Uh, when I was in Sacramento going to school over there, whenever we'd get a win, I'd see that purple light over there, and it'd be, it just reminds me of those times, and it, it's good, to, it's good to see something like that again, and what? also really good. It always, and and still weird for me to see here here Shaq giving praise to the Kings. How much how much blood blood I still have with that guy. So what can you say? <laughs> hey, how do, how does the laser beam make you feel? It it makes me feel, like, well, it just it, it gives me nostalgic feelings because it, I I can I can see where you know everyone looks up at the sky and you'll say, well, oh hey, the Kings won, you know, like maybe somebody who you know is driving back from work or or you know working late or something is just going to see this beam in the air and go, well, hey, the Kings played today Dude. and they won, Facts. so that's that that's just good that's good good PR and you know you can make fun of it all you want, but I I think it's just really cool. It's a community thing and. You know, like like I said, I think I, it just reminds me of those days too, because I I remember when that weather tower was a thing, and I I, I used to look up at that and go, oh yeah, the Kings play tonight, and they won, so awesome. There you That's go, cute. Ron really liked that tower. <laughs> all right, Ronnie, we'll talk to you soon. All right, all right, later, man. Bye, Ron. Good old That's, Ron. That's so sweet. I I love that. I feel that same thing. I isn't it so weird how something like a purple light can give you emotions <laughs> morgan if you just cut up the amount of times we've been like hey let's the purple light like what's it mean and how's it make you feel it's 
it seemed really over the top tonight. Okay, but can I just tell you, like, <laughs> everything's been making me feel emotions, and I was texting my family chat a little bit about it. Oh, I love it. Let's go. Family was, chat. What's it like to have a family chat? I said, hey, stop. I was, um, my dad was like, Morgan, you know what you got to do, and he did fire the laser meme. Yeah. Uh, and then I said, uh, I feel like crying. Why am I getting emotions? And my brother said, it's beautiful. I'm feeling it too, Mo. And I just said, I'm like, what the F is happening to me? We just really deserve this type of basketball in Sacramento. And I just love basketball so much. And I'm so lucky to have a family of basketball fans. <laughs> like, what is you, wrong with me? Are you me? laughing or almost crying? I don't right know. I okay. think it's both. I'm so, I feel so lucky to have like a family full of like basketball junkies and lovers. And it's just like, huh, winning a game like that, there's just a lot of emotions. <laughs> God, I, I swear to God, Morgan, if this team ends up like uh, seven and fourteen, people are going to be clipping this up and be like, "Oh my God, I remember when Morgan was like in tears." No, was, because you're enjoying the moment. I appreciate it's that. Just enjoy oh, the moment. Enjoy the moment. That's all. You should let just let. I I do think that's one connection right now that the that fans are having with this team, and I think we because of the the style in which they're playing offensively, it is fun. They hit threes. They pass the ball a ton. You it's connect. not just one guy. Sabonis just makes a lot of things happen, but it's not just him. Everyone has really been disciplined and on a string offensively where they're like, yeah, we're moving this thing. It's rare. It is very rare this season where you go, hey, the, the ball's sticking. People go to like musical concerts because I say musical concerts, but you get what I'm saying. They go to concerts to see and they feel a whole bunch of different things. They're entertained. They're happy. They feel joy. They feel things. I used to feel that way with Kings basketball and we're starting to see <laughs> that that can happen again on our own floor in our city. And it's just exciting. <laughs> Yellow, is that dramatic? It is. It is. It totally is. <laughs> Yellow Kid breaks is, breaks is like, you guys are one game over 500. Stop crying and getting emotional. Jesus. No. This is why people make fun of the Kings fans. Uh, no, you know what it is, honestly? I think, uh. in all honesty, man, is I think for a lot of fans right now, it's just be, be, being able to get to a point in a season where you're encouraged by something so much where it's like, Oh, it's not just like a hot shooting stretch. It feels like they're playing the right way. And guys really are buying into Mike Brown. He seems like he's got a great staff. It just seems like, oh, this could be the group that leads Sacramento to a spot they haven't been to in 16 years. So, yeah, I do think Kings fans probably get a little more excited and they get a little more down than other fan bases because it's been a roller coaster ride. You can... It's not just like, hey, it's a season. It's like, no, this is an experience. You know, the Kings have been in Sacramento <laughs> for 37 years. They've been here 37 years, and they've had eight winning seasons. That's not a lot. They've been in Sacramento 37 years. They made the playoffs 10 times in 37 years. So when you put that in perspective, you get why Kings fans in a moment, 13 games in the season, feel like, Oh my God, this is amazing. It's because they appreciate the moments like this where it feels right, it looks right. And it's like, well, maybe, maybe that hope is here that this could be the team to turn it around. Jesse said on the chat, let's all joy cry together under <laughs> the light beam. I love it. Yes. Or laser beam, whatever. Yes. 
Um, we also got a super chat from Tay Smith. What do you th- both think about Terrence Davis having more minutes going forward, or is this an anomaly performance? Well, I mean, I don't think TD is going to have a game, you know, on a regular basis where he's scoring 31 points in 26 minutes. Um, yeah, it's it's a challenge to kind of fit him in. We we knew it was going to be before the season. Yeah. Like, where do you find the minutes? You can't play everyone. But I think he keeps playing like this where he comes in and he's rebounding well. He's active defensively and he knocks down some shots. You're going to have to find 20 minutes for him. You guys, look at someone like Chemezi Metu tonight. That's someone who we've seen have such positive sparks these last couple of games. And then tonight, didn't didn't blow anyone away, but that's okay because there was another guy having a magical performance. And I feel like that's what good teams in this league can do. They can have those nights where... Some guys are a little bit more quiet, but they're still contributing. They're not bringing the team down. And that's why for someone like Terrence Davis, it's all about staying ready because his role is exactly what we're starting to see it be. I hope he doesn't have too many um, games where he's not playing at all. But at the same time, there's going to be someone else that might be going off that is hot because they're actually having depth with this squad speaking of the depth the jay scott in the chest is was anyone accounting for how freaking deep we would be this season like we have a squad yeah um i think as the season goes on you start to see a little more consistency from the depth right early on it was like man who's playing well we're still figuring out roles like don't forget the memphis game he's Chima Moneki was playing for them at yeah. one point. He's playing in Stockton right yeah. now, right? And they, he was just trying different things to see how it worked. Rashawn was playing. Casey was like, starting. Now they have found like, okay, this is who we know we're playing Davion. We know we're going to play Malik. We know we're going to play Metu right now. And Lyles, if he's given us something, we'll probably play him. Lyles didn't have a great first hit. Then he comes in, knocks down some shots. Plays a He's little had longer. His moments, I did yeah. note this too. What I loved, what um, let's see, let's see when it was. I just want to double check here. Third quarter, Fox played. I'm messing this up now. That's okay. There was a moment where he took Fox out. Yeah, no, it was the second quarter. That's when it was. So the Kings, it was 40 40. Okay. Oh, yeah. At the 855 mark, the lineup was Mitchell, Monk, Davis, Herter, Sabonis. Then they went with Mitchell, Davis, Herter, Barnes, Sabonis at the 630 mark when it was 4840. He let that lineup go until the minute 31 mark. Usually he would put Fox in by then. And I keep track of when he does substitutions for all the games, and I'm just double checking here. Yes, Fox would usually come back in way earlier but because that group was functioning together yeah because that group had something get together mitchell trusted out there, the flow is everyone's they're playing well they're extending the lead they're on a big run he's not gonna go hey fox you're a guy get back in there he's like no let this group cook play free play free and then anything? he got fox back in there at the end of the half for the final minute 31 yeah i appreciate his his rotations and the way that he's building the identity around it now um, has 
been very encouraging. I think just like Deuce was saying in the beginning of this season, when it was just a mixed bag, you didn't know what you get, you were going to get. But at the same time, he as a coach was still trying to learn what he was going to get from guys and how he should go about things. And even some of the best coaches, Eric Spolstra was doing that early on with his Miami Heat roster, and he's still trying to figure out. I think he's figured it out a little bit more in Miami as well. So you just see these coaches try things to figure out what works best, but it's great when they can figure it out before even 20 games. We talked about the shooting from Davis tonight. He was 12 of 16, 7 of 10 from 3. Monk was six of nine shooting, 15 points. He also had six assists. His playmaking this year has been outstanding. Herter was seven of 10, five of seven from three. It's almost, it's crazy that we're 13 games in and he's still shooting this well from three. Yeah. He had a deep ass one tonight too. That's what I was going to say. The fact that he is capable of shooting that deep three makes him so much more of a threat, right? Because you don't know what to expect out expect out of him. He can hit that transition three. He can hit that three off the pick and pop. Um, he can spot up and also hit that open three. And that's something over the years in Kingsland, you were seeing guys miss so many open threes that there was never a true threat around the arc, right? I mean, what? He's after tonight. What? He is shooting 52.6% from three. That's absurd. Yeah. I mean, and it's not like he's taking like, oh, he's taking three attempts a game, you know, he just gets a couple. He's taking 7.3 attempts per game. He's getting shots up. It's a, it's a, he is a great weapon Uh, to have in Sacramento right now. Can we ask what's up with the free throws though? I know he doesn't get there a lot. 66%. How do you shoot 52% from three and 66% from the free throw line? How is that even possible? I don't know. Maybe Answer me a, now as you for me- Kevin Herter. Yeah, I'm like, oh, mental thing, a mental uh, block. Source is close. Say, Kevin Herter may be making an appearance on the Deuce and Mo podcast soon. Why would you even say that right now? Because it's true. Okay. Morgan doesn't like it until it's completely confirmed. I don't like it until it's confirmed, you know? Because some people, it's just like, you never know. I, I want to double check here. Uh, Three-point attempts per game right now. So, Kevin Herter... He's in the top. He's 23rd in three point attempts coming into tonight. He takes about seven a game. I mean, I guess if any criticism you'd be is like, can he just take more? I mean, the only guy shooting better than him from three in the NBA right now is KCP, but he's only the KCP's taking four point six a game. Well, and can I just go off of what you're saying about him taking more? You saw Steph Curry's leading the league with what, like 11 attempts per yeah. game, but you also. Look at what's around Steph Curry. He should be taking that many threes. I know Clay is still finding his way beyond the arc as well. Jordan Poole is is a little bit on and off this season. But with the Kings, they also have other guys that can shoot that three too. And that's why I think true, when you do true. look at his attempts, it's because they're about taking You're the right. best shot, right. not the first shot. And Sean in the on Twitter spaces is not even his threes deuce. His ability to score off screen is amazing too. Totally. Yeah, it's, it's been fantastic. Uh, would not be a night chat if we did not check in with, uh, one of our dear friends. Let's bring him in right now. He's the one and only Nick. What is up, Nick? How are what, you doing? What, good dude. Light the beam. Well, light the beam. Hard to light the beam. If I can't see your face. 
Oh, here he comes. Yeah, there Nick, show that beautiful mug of yours. Oops, <clears throat> I'm showing the wrong score. Hold on. What's, what's up, man? What's up, man? Light the laser. Light the beam. Light the beam. That's what we say. Light the beam. And then say, fire the laser. Fire the laser. And why not? Why not win tonight? Why not win? What did you like hey, about the game, Nick? It was very good. And I got to come up and I asked, I asked, do some mo for a picture today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did. And just to be clear, you got one last game from me, too. Huh? Yeah. And you said, oh, hey, three strikes, you're ejected. That's, that's what not, you told him? That's not what I said. I, I gave say? him one technical. Oh. And I said, if you get another one, that security guard's taking you out. You know, here's the thing about Nick. And I know this may shock some people watching us right now. <laughs> Nick is the type of person you'll be in a serious, deep conversation with someone, uh -huh. like really, like a great conversation. Yeah. All you hear is "Deuce, Deuce, Deuce," Men. and I turn around. What? Can I get a picture? <laughs> Can I get a picture? Is that what you do, Nick? <laughs> yeah. And then you do this too, Nick. Why not? Win the game tonight. Why not? And then you scream it over and over. Yeah, it doesn't sound like this. See, yours sound like a shriek. That hurt my ears, Morgan. <laughs> okay, this is like, you... why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah, why yeah, why not win tonight? And why not tell Brooklyn? Brooklyn stinks. Oh whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Shots whoa. fired at Brooklyn. Why don't so you don't like Brooklyn? Um Yeah, you can send Brooklyn home, send her back to Brooklyn. They have to go to go back. They do have to go to Portland for a game next, though. Do you, do they just need to go right back home? Yes. Wow. Dang. And, and the Spurs, the Spurs did. I, I believe the Spurs did lose tonight. They did. You're looking ahead to the Spurs coming to town. The Spurs, after a nice start, they've fallen apart for sure. Yeah. Hey, why not beat the Spurs? Yeah. Oh, we're getting to the point of the year, Nick. We're getting to the point of the year. And be honest. Hey, playoffs, maybe playoffs? Oh, what? No, what, what, what? Don't, whoa, 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 don't let me Nick. finish my sentence. <laughs> You've had a nice run at home here, right? Uh -huh. You've won some games, in all seriousness. Uh -huh. You cannot be losing the next two games. Like, the, the, these are like, I know it's NBA teams. I'm not trying to diminish these other teams coming in. I know Sacramento's still kind of an average team at seven and six. But you go play your style of ball. We're talking about a nine and six team right now. This has to be a nine and six team. I mean, that's after after seeing yeah. the type of play yes. these last couple of games yes. and the way that they're coming out with the wins. Yeah, yes, yeah. You and I don't. I don't usually come out so strong with something like that. But yes, I feel that way. What's your message to the team, Nick? I I think my message to the team is you need to come out and play strong against San Antonio on Thursday night, and you know. You, you, you gotta you gotta come out on Thursday, so you know. I like it. I like and it. you know, Wednesday Wednesday there is some games on ESPN, um, and uh, Phoenix and Warriors play tomorrow. Now we don't care about them. Hey. Nick, get out of here. I like it, Nick. You're always All studying right. up on but, the league. But I do, but I do watch NBA on Wednesday night. Okay. Oh, All right. Well, Nick. And, and uh, I started basketball in January with Special Olympics. Yay! That's so awesome. Is your team going to be really good? I am going to be on Discovery All Stars. I'm hoping that I am going to, 
I'm going to pass the ball to my teammates. Right. Yeah, a couple of things. What? Trust what? me, win the gold medal. Here's what? here's my thing with Nick right now. What? He's trying to extend the conversation and avoid going to bed. He's telling us about his basketball team in January. It's November fifteenth. What? It's not even Thanksgiving yet. You're telling me about something that's happening in January. <laughs> Stop it, Nick. And are, why are you why are you saying you're going to pass the ball? Have your coaches said you don't pass the ball enough? <laughs> I just like shooting threes. Uh, yeah, let it fly. You're like Buddy Heald, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Nick, we're going to talk to some people at Special Olympics NorCal and try to come out, okay? You guys are? We're going to try, okay? To come out to basketball? Yeah. If it yeah. works with the schedule, all right? Why do you keep yeah. saying okay and all right like that, all right? Me? Yeah. All right. <laughs> sleep sleep, dreams. sleep dreams, Hey, why not? Why not? Sleep dreams, Nick. That's funny. <laughs> well, it was just funny. Like, okay. Cause right. I, well, because like he was, he kept asking, so I had to like tell him like. And then you got mad at me for saying that. Yeah, because you like literally got down on me for three different things. Your voice is screechy. Like I thought we were on happy vibes, but I mean we can go there if you really want to go there. I'm good. Uh, Solomon in chess says all they needed ever was stops. They finally got a coach that instilled that and made them slide them puppies. Now the Kings might win a lot more, but Sabonis won't do it in the playoffs. So, oh, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Why are you bringing that right now? <laughs> the Sabonis won't do it in the playoffs. Get out of here. Justin says uh, Juice is always picking on Mo. It's facts, you guys. How? I don't know how I do it. I don't know how I do it. I was just bringing up a point. No, that was kind of, you kind of like, like bringing me down. Well, let me bring you back up as we go down under and check in with our friend from Australia, Kings fan in Australia. He's been with us for a long time. One of the OGs of Night Chat. He is Ben. What is up, Ben? Oh, this is my How are we going tonight? We are great, man. Man, how good is this? Uh, I, I just, I just feel last last time I saw you guys last year. Um, I remember it was that Minnesota game, and um, Sabonis it was his coming out party, and like him arriving in Sacramento, and I, I think. After that, this is our, uh, our next sort of step that we're taking forward into finally getting back to, to where this team needs to be. It's, um, it's awesome, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for everybody. Um, it's a long time coming. So it's, it's good. Um, I think you hit the head, uh, nail on the head um, with, with Terrence Davis coming into the starting lineup boost. Um, uh, I think Mike Brown's just he's got people playing their roles and he's got a really good thing going and, and, and we've seen Terrence Davis last year he um he, he started a bunch of games and was successful doing it he plays a lot bigger so yeah I think Terrence Davis over someone like KZ Alfala is, is definitely the way to go now if we're I want to talk something a little bit crazy with you you, okay. you guys ready for it? I, I, we're I, ready you know, you're t I can't wait this is going to be some ridiculous trade idea I can't wait here we go <laughs> Okay. All right, Deuce. Kevin Durant. What about him? So Kevin Durant. Yeah. Coming to Sacramento. His legacy's taken an absolute hit. 
playing with playing with Seth Curry, what would it be like to become Sacramento to to, to take what they what the national would like to see as the most poverty franchise? We we take down Steph, we take down LeBron. If you want, if you're talking about the ideal superstar, the, the ideal type of player to put with Fox and Sabonis. And and the core that we've got going. You don't have to sell me on Kevin Durant, okay? I <laughs> okay. I, I know okay. Kevin Durant. He's really good. I, I even if he's older, I still like the guy. You don't have to sell me on that. How the hell are they gonna get him without breaking down okay. the entire team? Yeah, please. I would love to know this. Well, we've only got one. We've only got one pick. We've traded out. So let's let's throw every single pick, every single every single unprotected pick, every single pick swap. We've got the salary. We got the salary to do it we, without without breaking up the the main core of the team. You could you could package Barnes, Holmes, Len. You need one other small contract which gets you there money wise, okay, and, okay. and 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 all the picks. Yeah. Wait. So Sean Marks, just to be clear, Sean Marks is like, yeah, I'm going to give up Kevin Durant. Uh, give me, hey Monty, would you mind giving me Alex Len, Holmes, <laughs> HB, and maybe some of your picks? I know you're probably going to be good. Let's package up that. Let me give me give. How about this? Give me everything you don't want, and I'll just take that for Kevin Durant. That's what you're suggesting. Yeah, man. If they if they, if they decide to blow it up, Kevin Durant is he's getting on. He's getting on now. So, Again, like, the, just the, put it this way. The Nets open up discussions. Remember, Kevin Durant was like, I want to leave. They were talking to other teams. They did not like any of the deals. So what they're going to do now is reassess things. And in the middle of the year, go, you know what? I know we had talks with Phoenix. I know we had talks with other teams, the Warriors, the Grizzlies. The list goes on. You know what? I'm going to take that Sacramento deal. Give me Holmes. Again, listen to what you're saying. Rashawn Holmes. I'm not talking HB. about the players, Bruce. I know there's no value in the players. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the picks. Like the Phoenix deals that, that, that we're getting. What, let me ask there. you this. They're, they're, what, what's so exciting about the picks if the Kings are super good? They keep, the picks are whatever. They have, who cares if they're in the 20s? My point is that's yeah, just King, not. That's It's awful trade. Come on, Ben. You're bringing King's me down pick, tonight. King's, unprotected Kings picks and, and swaps in 2008. 2000, and, and, sorry, in 2028 and 2029. That would, that would be super Sure, and they other teams like- can offer that too. So, I mean, I don't know. That's not happening. Okay, okay. Well, he, he is aging, Goose, so like... We're all aging. Got like a couple. I, <laughs> ben, I'm going to be honest with you. I've aged seven yeah. years on this call with you. Okay. I'm- Wait, Ben, I've, I have a quick, <laughs> quick question, Ben. Have you... Can you see the, the laser beam from Australia? No, because it's on the other side of the world. It'd be, it'd be like shooting, like it's yeah. It, 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 I was just curious what his answer was going to be. I, I, I can't say. Um, I, I shared a I shared a link in um in the in the comments for this. It's the Perth Wildcats. They have a a cheesy uh song that they play at the end of every in the NBL, which is like where Lamella Paul played his before college. Um, not college. You know what I mean. Um, if you get a moment, put that. That is the cheesiest stupidest song you'll ever hear it's brilliant it's it's um uh, if we can get something like that going in sacramento uh, that would be awesome. ben thanks for checking in man i appreciate it yeah td to the moon let's go <laughs> bye that's where you know king's fans have reached another level where they're pitching terrible kevin durant chain uh, trades i'm shocked after a win after beating kevin durant let's go to the old man Welcome in. 
Trevor. What's up, Trevor? Hey, you guys hear me? I got you, man. Appreciate you guys, man. I got a few things, man. One thing off the court. Deion Fox hugging Keegan Murray on the Kings Twitter page was the greatest thing ever. Every Kings fan is De'Aaron Fox today. We'll start with that. We good with that? Oh, I'm great oh, yeah. with that. I thought it was a cute moment. Apparently, De'Aaron does that to Keegan like every practice. Really? That's yeah. like an everyday thing? That's yes. even better. But that makes it even funnier that Keegan is like, get away from me, dude. Yeah. That, that is funny. That is very, very funny. Uh, the other thing I wanted to point out that, that Mo got into very briefly early on the court, Harrison Barnes got in Kevin Durant's rear end today. There was a plus 33 for Harrison Barnes and a minus 31 for Kevin Durant today. Look it up. That is statistically, that, that is fact. That is pure okay. fact. In all fairness. <laughs> Uh, Trevor, I, I don't think Morgan said anything about HB shutting ke- down Kevin Durant. I mean, Durant. No, she did not. I did. I said that. Okay. I said that. The right. old man said that. <laughs> the old man needs to go back and rewatch the games. Hey. If, he, the, if the, nope, nope. If the old man. Wait, wait, wait. 153 to 121. The old man is looking at a score and, and calling you out. The old man needs to call up someone and teach him how to use a DVR to go back and watch a game and, and look at. Game. I have that. Okay. You know what? They got smoked. You know what? I, Trevor, I love you, man. That's all I got to say. I'm not going to. I'm not going to argue with you. Good job. I'm not going to argue with you. I got like nine other things, but I ain't mad at you. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. You're the best. All right, man. We'll talk to you. In- Later, I'm sure. Uh, I'm good. I'm good, man. I got my December pass, so I'll be back. All right. <laughs> you, you young whippersnappers, I'll be back. All right. Yes. I'll see you, man. Uh, Y'all be good. See you, be good. He's so great. That's so cute. He's like, oh, yeah, HB shut down. Look at the score. 153, Look 121. Plus, plus minus tells you. I liked you it. What? Fine, man. Give it to him tonight. End Let re- him have it. End result, Kings win. Yep. It's Kings win in beautiful fashion. So we are going to be live after the Kings game Thursday night, but can we just try to paint a picture for all you? Paint the faux picture. So the Kings play at the same time as the Stockton Kings do in Stockton. Correct. We call the Stockton Kings games. Puts us in a bit of a pickle here. A little what? pickle. Uh, so we got to call a game. So we thought, all right, we're going to do night chat that night or the next day. We have an update. The update is this. We will be live that night. Correct. Thursday the, night. Here's the plan. We are going to do the game in Stockton. It's going to tip off at 7. We'll probably be done around 9-ish. Get back to Sacramento at 9.45. And go, well, Deuce, how does this work? The Kings? Wait, you don't, we're going to watch the game. We can fast forward through free throws DVR, and commercials. We're going to get through it. We're going to get through it. We're going to go live. It's probably going to be in the 11 o'clock hour, I'm projecting at this yeah. time. 11.30, I'm guessing. I'm guessing like 11. Okay. 11 o'clock hour. Yeah. So we're going to be live then. Yep. 
Just starting a little later. We usually start yeah. night chat around 1030. So we want it to be fresh. That's that's kind of what we thought about. Yeah, it. I think that makes the most sense for us. Yeah. So I know some people aren't going to be able to hang with us that late. That's OK. But we'll be here. And then if you miss it, you'll just watch it the next day. Yeah. It's as simple as that. But yeah, yeah I, I mean, the crowd at night is just so fun. And yeah. it's such an electric energy. I feel like it's it's what we got to do. Thursday night crowd. That'll be fun. Love it. Any other thoughts before we wrap things up on this one tonight? No, I think um, I say no, and then I say a thought. No, no, uh, I'm good with it. I, I think it's kind of how what we always say, because we experienced so much bad last year, and we're like, hey, enjoy the the good when there is good. And I know there's been more good this year, but I feel that same thing where it's like, enjoy the good. You don't have to look ahead and be like, but does this mean playoffs? But does this mean that this team's mm-hmm. going to do this? Like, you don't have to look at the final conclusion because right now what you're witnessing and whatever it's making you feel, and if that's a good feeling, ride that journey and enjoy that because believe your eyes, the product that you're seeing is fantastic right now. I put a poll question before the show. And it has 1,700 plus votes. Wow. Are the Kings a good team? 76% of people say, hell yes, I believe. 21% said, looks good, but we'll see. 3% said, I've seen this before, Kings. I love it. That's a good, that's good. Well, I think, you know, Kings fans are ignorant. They know that things can turn for the worse. And I don't think... We should lose sight of the fact that like this team still has flaws defensively. And if the shots aren't falling some nights, they're going to lose games. We, and we can point out a lot of things. I yes. mean, it's kind of like in the beginning of the year when they're 0 4. And when you're in it, you're just like, how are they ever going to win a game? You know, you just sure. feel that hopeless feeling. And then you win a few in a row and you go, how are they going to lose a game? Well, you lose a game by not coming out focused or missing a ton of shots or just having a bad day. Yeah. Bad days are going to happen. And you're right. Just enjoy the ride. There's going to be some downs this year. There there will be inevitably be some downs. But how do you get through it? They got through that 0-4 start, which to me says a lot about this team, a lot about Mike Brown. I think this is a good team. And I I also said last year when they were five and four, when they put up like 140 points at home on the Hornets, when they won by 30, I'm like, I think this time's different. I get sucked in sometimes for sure. But I do think with this team, it has the look and the energy of something different. It's how they're winning. It's how they're losing is what is different. Where in teams in the past, how they were losing all look the same. They would get hot sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. When they won and they would knock down some shots and you'd win. But games. how they were losing always looked the same too. Just like there was a lot of bad basketball where right now in some of these losses, you're not seeing just terrible basketball. You're seeing tweaks that need to be made. I think the other thing that Brown's really trying to establish is like stay present and they have a mental health coach on their team like a strength coach smart and that's the biggest thing is stay in the moment what are you doing right now don't think about all the 800 other things you have to do before this game i love that what are you doing in this moment right this second you stay present and for a team like sacramento where at times i feel like in the past when they've had a good stretch like they've won seven of ten out of some you know out of nowhere or they, they had a good week. They feel themselves a little bit. 
And that's why I think I was worried about tonight. I'm like, are they going to feel themselves a little bit after that Warriors game? You beat the defending champs on your home floor. They were locked in tonight. Not only were they locked in, then they made shots. They had a crazy hot night shooting. These type of nights shooting will not happen all the time. No. They're, they're t- I mean, again, I think the perspective we all have to realize tonight, the Kings were one point shy of breaking the franchise record for points in a game. That's insane. Think about the key, great Kings teams from back in the day, mm-hmm. right? The high octane offenses. Of course, today's different with that, the amount of three point shoot, uh, three point attempts they're taking. They took forty one tonight, but yeah, I'm just, I'm really encouraged by where things are headed, and I, I just, it, your statement, I'm gonna remember for a long time. I feel like it's Mike Brown was the solution to all the Kings' problems. And you look at what has transpired for his career and what he has learned from it, everyone's bought in, dude. And it's it's crazy. It's crazy to think about how one guy can help foster that type of environment. Yep. And have that belief. And it's from his from him to his coaches to the front office and all the players. When you can have a Terrence Davis come in and do that, when we're, you can put Rashawn Holmes into a game tonight and him not be all pissed off because he used to be a starter yeah. and he's playing in a 30-point game, he goes out there and he's playing with the energy and the spunk that you like. That's because of good coaching. That's because of a good culture. They're not through yet. They still have a ways to go and work to do. It's headed in the right direction. I truly believe that. And that's, I truly that's what really matters right now in Kingsland. That's what matters. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us tonight. You guys are the absolute best. Another record-setting night. If you haven't, hit the thumbs up on the way out. Subscribe to. Shout out to everyone watching us on YouTube and Twitch. And all those who listen later on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you guys are amazing. We love you guys so, so, so much. But we Guts to go. You're so badass for being here. Thank you, everyone, for the support. We'll see you Thursday. See ya! Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Deuce and mo. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense.
you made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.